0: Let's talk about the future of Blogs for Businesses, a palindrome podcast. Does information have a weight? And what about information that we pass on, that we absorb and then send to others? Profound, right? So when we talk about the need for information, the need to connect with information, not this touchy-feely need to connect with people, this cliche connect with people, storytelling and the other jargon that branding people might shove your way. Rather the beauty of logical, organized, relevant information. I say it's time for a more rational approach to branding, not an emotional one. Put your feelings aside. Provide value through information. hi ben hello hi hey, ben. and Khalid, welcome to the show both of you
1: hey hey how, sorry who's uh
0: who am i speaking to yep yeah, uh let, let me just introduce myself on in the show my name is ralph uh from palindrome and this is my co-host Khalid from palindrome as well Khalid, can you say hi hi ben hi hi how's it going guys I'm good. Thanks. So um, this show is called Let's Talk About the Future of Blogs for Businesses. And basically, um, it's a show on which we talk uh, to uh, business owners and industry people about how they use blogs in their businesses and also about things that are happening in their industries. Uh, So um, maybe you could start off by telling our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do.
1: Sure. Um, I'm assuming we're already live or recording. We're live. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, sure. Uh, I'm uh, I'm Ben Bagg. I'm the founder of BCOR, which is a sales agency. Um, I come from a background of, well, you probably guessed it, sales, um, working for companies in the UK um, and here in APAC and uh, uh, around the world. Um, and I've been uh, leading sales teams for about five years and, and been doing sales for
2: more than 10 now. Cool. Yeah. So as a, as, a, as a digital sales agency, I think b it's pretty evident that b kind of effectively helps um, you know, sales teams, business leaders uh, in identifying their ideal customer profiles and, and also as well as you know, forming strategies around converting prospects and, and leads into ready customers. So maybe you can take us through, uh, tell us a little bit about how you started the concept of B Core and, and, and could you also maybe take us through a little bit about how B Core works in essence?
1: Yeah sure um, so how B Core came to exist um, it was actually a friend of mine got in touch uh, was struggling about nearly a year ago and was saying hey Ben can you help me um, I'm not able to get business right now things are struggling um, I haven't got the time to to really knuckle down and write nice emails and and build, uh, you know, get on the phone to leads and, and really build value um, to his prospects. So I was like, sure. <laughs> um, he was a friend. I thought I'd help him out, and, and we did a deal. Uh, and then I realized, actually, there's a lot of businesses out there that um, maybe are small uh, and don't have the time to really stand out from the crowd. Um, and I thought that there was a, a bit of an opening. Um, so I created B Corp and I was uh, very much correct. Um, we've been helping a lot of small companies that, um, you know, they don't necessarily have access to the different software that you would want to use to help you automate certain tasks They don't, um, time always comes into it, don't have the time to really pick up the phone or, or um, write an article that's relevant to their lead or um, connect with people on LinkedIn in a, in a meaningful way other than just connection request, hey, this is what I do. Um, so there was really an opportunity to help small companies grow. And, of course, we also work with um, a few mid-size companies that have sales teams that um, just need a bit of help, You know, a couple of extra leads uh, in their pipeline.
2: Right, yeah, and I think it's interesting. Once again, um we, we've had a couple of guests on the podcast before this, and um they they all also have built um, products, services, um, infrastructures, solutions to kind of help um small to medium businesses. And I think I think by now there's enough evidence here to kind of call it a revolution of sorts, right? <laughs> like, um pe- uh, people like you and us kind of building services and, and and products that are targeted towards small businesses, SMEs, because um, a lot of the solutions that are there out there right now, they aren't really accommodating the smaller guys, the smaller businesses, the micro businesses, the SMEs. And I think it's really great to see time and time again, to see uh Solutions like yours, I think that's with you But some uh, kind of curious about the name B core I like I like it. <laughs> it has a ring to it. What's what B Corp?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually really glad you asked me that. Um, so the idea is we are the bees that go out and collect the pollen, or in go out and collect your leads, and then we bring it back to the core of your business. And you're the expert, so that's where you turn those uh, that pollen into honey right um so the idea the idea is uh it's kind of amusing to me (laughs) um but yeah bees going out and getting pollen and bringing it back to your business to the core of your business where you turn it into honey which is money (laughs) (laughs)
0: Hmm. yeah so (laughs) i think a lot of what you do like uh like like you said i mean bringing in those leads and then uh, nurturing them through content right
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think this, I'll keep bringing up the word time most likely throughout our conversation, but when you're trying to bring value in a, in an age where we're not able to go and meet people, we're not able to build relationships face to face. We have to rely on a much more digital footprint. So many companies Um, sales people have got lazy what they do is they'll get some robot you know it could be an email automation solution or a linkedin automation solution they connect and they send you a message and the message is hey buy my product you know and that's how they open conversations where really we need to start slow You know, what what makes these businesses tick? Can we share something that could help them? Is there something we could write that's niche to our market to get their attention, that could break through the noise of all of that aggression? Um, And content is key to any strong sales strategy.
0: Yeah, I mean, that that reminds me of, like, I think it was Seth Godin that said, like, uh, like in this era like uh, this is the era of like giving you know show up and give a lot mm-hmm. right give 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 and, and 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 that can be done through content right uh, share uh, help them along you know help them solve their problems through content and things like that yeah
1: yeah absolutely and it also um, look take take me for example sales I'm going to want to share content that um, is related to showing my expertise so I have lots of strategies that I can share with people and I can share that for free, but you still have to go and activate them. You still have to action them. You still have to use your own, um, do some research. So I'm not exactly giving away the secret sauce, but I'm showing my lead that, look, I know what I'm talking about. Here's an idea you can try yourself. Here's another idea. Here's another idea. Would you like me to, to would you like to talk to me about those ideas? Um, and you, you just keep, Showing your expertise, building that trust so that you can slowly nurture. And we need to get away from the whole, as I said earlier, that, hey, buy my product. We need to add more touch points into our connections. So, you know, the first message could be look, I know you're a, a, a startup SaaS company. Um, you know, you just get inside, you just got a little bit of money. Here's a strategy you could think about to get your message out there to try and find some, to identify your ideal customer. And then, just walk away, come back a few days later. Hey, um, I don't know if you tried to use this um this persona discovery uh tool, but if you have um here's a strategy for you to now find them. You could just go get yourself a sales navigator um, you could create a list and start messaging them slowly down a sequence right we can We can give them tips they still have to do it. Um, but they've built trust. We've got expertise from them. We've nurtured them slowly. And then at some point I'd be like, Hey, maybe we can help you. <laughs> um, so content is the only way I can really stand out from the endless noise of email, LinkedIn and cold
0: calls. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I really, I really like this. And I really agree that like um, over here at Palindrome, we, we, we definitely agree with that. And like, like, like you said, um, activation and nurturing, and and also like the way I see it, like it's a form of qualification. Like uh, they have to take those steps, right? Like you said, and when they take those steps, they become more educated and um, a better client to you, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. They, I won't, you know, when we eventually get on a phone on a phone call where we're we're talking about their business and we're getting to know more about them from their own, you know, from them literally telling us. We already have built enough expertise. uh, Sorry, enough trust and authority on the subject that we can start to convert. Because they know that we we can do this. They know that we've shared on what we're kind of sharing that we're going down this line that we want to sell for you. Um, And now they're on the phone, so they've qualified themselves. They've realized, hey, these guys know what they're talking about. They know how to follow up. They know how to build trust, nurture. Let me see if they can do that for me. Know, walking the talk, not just talking the talk.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I think that 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 leads on to the the concept of the expert advisor, right. Um, all of these things that that you've mentioned, I think really does tie in developing yourself, your brand um, into becoming kind of the expert advisor based on your industry, so so that prospects, the audience, the mark the market, uh, uh, you know can trust you more can rely on you more to provide real genuine value and i i i, I like uh w- what you said about the hey buy my product approach right i think what what you can call that kind of is like an automation sickness yeah right? it's like an automation sickness that's stemming kind of like from a heavy focus of uh, a cold aggressive outreach and cold aggressive outreach isn't bad in and of itself but this is kind of like a strand of aggressive outreach that's kind of gotten out of hand Mm. and and, and it's kind of rampant right now online, you know, maybe even offline, like uh, buy my product, buy my product, (laughs) aggressive, aggressive, right? But people are kind of overlooking the fact that by providing value genuinely and focusing more on the nurture process, you can kind of move things along much better, much faster, much smoother, seamlessly. And I I think like... um, me and Ralph like to talk about the analogy of of kind of like um, marketing to uh, 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 providing value to 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 the market like kind of like um you your brand is a person right like it's a person as you as a person how 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 can you develop relationships without getting you know kicked in the face uh, yeah <laughs> like, you, you you know you have more normal conversations, natural conversations. You help people out. You make friends. Like how do you make friends, right? It's kind of the exact same thing. Like how how you handle your uh, a business or how you you handle a, a brand. And I think a lot of people kind of they overlook this fact. I think. Yeah, I think as well. You know,
1: one really important thing to take away. Is, is to not just create content as well for the sake of content, um, not just write random blogs and and try and put it into your sales process. You really need to understand what your audience, kind of what their problems are and what they're looking to solve and then write about how they can solve them. And there's a, there's a way that you can look at this, which is called E-I-E-I-O. Okay. that is entertain inspire educate inform open dialogue e i e i o I actually learned this from an award winning business coach that I had a chat with um, his name's Kevin Riley uh, in in the UK and this is where you can really stand out you know when you're creating content you don't always have to take it too seriously you know try and entertain people. Everyone likes a bit of a giggle. Everyone likes the, a bit of a bit of amusement. Um, you know, it could be like a short video uh, up on top of your blog. Um, it could be a funny GIF. Entertain someone. You know, make make yourself um, uh, amusing, but also something that can inspire them to change. Right? We're not people don't just want to read every single company blog post that's out there. There's so much um, regurgitated content. So. Write something that inspires them to make a change. You know, maybe someone on this uh, on this podcast listening will hear this term E I E I O and be inspired to give that a go themselves, and think, "Oh, how can I entertain my my um, my prospects?" And then always educate something that they can take away, not just be inspired, but have a tip on what to do. Um, you don't have to give them everything. Obviously, you want to. You, you only want to give a little bit of your expertise, um, but definitely try to educate and inform them on the best practices, and always try and find a way to use that to open dialogue. So E I E I O, um, highly recommended uh, process to follow. <laughs>
0: yeah, like uh, old McDonald had a farm, yeah, right? Yeah, E-I-O, E-I-O. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. Okay.
0: Easy. To what, what was it? Like? Entertain, inform,
1: educate. Entertain, inspire, educate, inform, open dialogue.
2: Right, I like that. I'm taking notes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <take> some notes.
1: <laughs> but you can. So, w- an interesting thing. We're, we're mainly talking about blogs for businesses, right? But it doesn't necessarily just have to be a written blog. You know, it could be a video blog. It could be any kind of content, any kind of interaction with a lead you know, you should try to follow one of these steps because it engages and nurtures somebody. It makes them want to talk to you. You're not just, here's seven tips on how to write a blog. There's about 7 billion articles that say exactly the same thing. That's not interesting to me. You know, it's not informing anything new. So you've got to think, how can we inspire our leads? And you know, the the it's not really a secret, but... The hardest part of this—it's just time. It's work, but if you put the work in, you put the time in, you're going to build an excellent pipeline of people who want to talk to you, or talk to you about your business because you've put, spent the time with them. So they're going to be willing to spend the time with you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I I agree with the um, you know the in, inspiring, and that is in itself very inspiring to me. <laughs> and uh, at the same time. I think there is like, 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 like you were mentioning a balance between, you know, written content, video content as well. And also I think like, um, uh, what do you can say? Like, like content that actually helps them, right? Like people are generally searching cause, cause, cause we tend to deal with search a lot, but a, a, as well as, I mean, like we've had a client that actually like, uh, uh, used our content for his LinkedIn. Um, so, 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 so LinkedIn functions differently from search, right. From Google search. And, um, so it comes down to what people are looking for, and a lot of the times the information can be kinda uh similar to each other so like um uh and 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 cutting to the chase you know get getting so 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 like I feel there's a balance between you know not being too unique, but at the same time you know like um uh, uh imprinting yourself onto the the the, the prospect psyche right mm-hmm. so you can come top of mind
1: yeah. Absolutely. Uh, search is one part of the process, right? Of course, you need to build up your – you need to be coming up on people's search, if, depending on your business, of course. For me, um, I'm not going to try and compete on search for the moment. I'm going to just try and build upon my network because, you know, it's it, make, it makes more sense for me today, but it, it's important to, you know, Find ways that you can create a lead magnet when they do come to your website, or when you are speaking to them on LinkedIn or email, and giving value will do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that
2: one, one, one case in hand here is the um, um, uh, you, uh, you must have seen the Dollar Shave Club video, the one that really went viral, oh, yeah. the one that really hit. Right, right. Yeah, I think, I think when it comes to, you know, talking about EI, EIO, inspiring, uh, inspiring a market uh, with content, but at the same time, educating them about uh, providing genuine value, being kind of cheeky, entertaining them, inspiring them, and then informing them of something that, that your product or service kind of provides. I think the, uh, the Dollar Shave Club video, even though it's not an article, it's a, it's a, it's a video content piece, and uh, it, it's more of an ad than anything, but I guess it's a good kind of example of, 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 of what you're, you're kind of uh, talking about here. It
1: articulates it very well. Um, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very good example of utilizing EIEIO. You've know, um, you got, you got to try and have fun with this thing, as like with these, these posts and articles that you're writing or videos that you're creating, you know, um, Because then it's more enjoyable
2: for you as well. right? Yeah. But anyway, moving on, I'm talking about content creation and digital. I think content creation, digital sales, digital marketing, these are all very closely interconnected, obviously. And these aspects have all kind of fizzled up to the top of, uh, um, you know, mainstream awareness in the last decade or so. But right now, right, like right now, they're even more prominent. With, with the pandemic and with COVID-19's kind of widespread effects on the economy. And there's kind of a bit of a scramble for online traction with businesses. Some businesses who haven't built up the online infrastructure, they're trying to struggle to build that now. Others that already have established an online infrastructure, they're trying to uh, move to the next level. So it, it, um, from your perspective, what, what kinds of trends are you kind of seeing in your industry or um, in sales in general, you know, as well as in terms of like how enterprises kind of approach digital sales now as they are being impacted by the shifting landscape?
1: You know, I, I've already mentioned essentially what I've seen is it's become a, a bombardment of robotic sales. I feel like on this, uh, people have removed the human side of sales because they feel like they just have to get as many leads as possible by just spamming the market. I have seen emails written by companies like Microsoft where they're trying to bring you into their product or AWS and they're walls of text that nobody has the interest or time to read except for maybe one or two people. That's probably why they keep running them. And it's it's just a napalm right they're just trying to drop as many bombs and to see what strikes the target um, the precision <laughs> has gone and that is what to me is ruining the image of a salesperson the image of a salesperson was already relatively negative negative. Um, you know, maybe looked upon as a greasy car salesman who will talk you out of all, all the money in your pocket <laughs> um, to buy an old banged up car, right? <laughs> but sales had been changing. It had been coming, um, you know, a much more value-driven process where we were looking at how do we build a business case to to help you, like doing discovery, learning about people's pain and challenges. And now we've gone straight back to this whole features and benefits and spam fest. Um, I have come across so many LinkedIn robots, so much email spam with zero um, personalization. Um, I've even come across emails where they've got a token and a token being that would fill in, let's say, my company name. And they've made an error, so it says company name, <laughs> where my company name's supposed to be in the email. Um, it's just a mess, and that's the trend I'm seeing. I'm not seeing anything positive coming from big companies um, and a lot of a lot of mid-sized. They're, they're just carpet bombing the world.
2: <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of funny, a lot of funny things happening, happening, happening on the uh, with the online. Digital landscape right now, you know, like I guess you could even call it like uh, zombification yeah. of sales and even marketing. But yeah, 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 you're definitely right. And I guess uh, that brings up the point that maybe that's one advantage that small, smaller businesses have over big, bigger businesses, even maybe a lot of mid-sized corporations. Um, they have the intimacy, right? They have the the ability to provide value on a more intimate, intimate level. As long as they don't rely, over rely on, on this, absolutely, um, like, yeah, hyped up trend of automation, right? Over automation. I, I definitely hear what you're saying with that. You know, um, the, the the stuff that you're getting, I think everybody has gotten before. We've yeah. gotten it, all too familiar. It's, it's it's a mess. It's a mess. The
0: way and- I see it, like, um, there's now particularly there's a huge intersection between sales, marketing, and support. Right. They, they are like kind of, they, they, they kind of become one in a sense, like, like, for example, you do sales, but you use content. It, like it used to be that, you know, that was the, the, the function of marketing, the marketing department. Right. So they kind of come together and also support, support uses content like knowledge base. Right. Like, um, you know, uh, check out this article. If you're having a problem, uh, check out this article and stuff like that. And, and like, um, I think it was Philip Kotler that said like, uh, if marketing is done well, there is no need for sales, ha. right? So, right? Like, and, and I think what that means is that, like, we're, we're, we're coming to the inpa- to the inbound side of things compared to the outbound, like, you, you know, like if, if yeah, through your content and things like that, people know you well enough and you're a thought leader and an expert advisor, people come to you, right? So, and you don't have to sell them specifically, right? They come to you asking what, what to buy. Absolutely. Right?
1: The, uh, there's definitely a change happening to more of, uh, certainly the big companies like HubSpot is a really good example of building a fantastic inbound sales model. Um, you know, Building absolute value all the time, giving everything for free, right? Lots of freemiums, lots of uh, free content, download this, download that, and building value and bringing people in um, and then having a nice touch point from a human being you know where you've got uh, you know we still need humans in the process so we, the 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 yeah. sales role has changed from a persuasion you know as i said back to that sale, yeah. car salesman from a persuasion to more of an introverted someone who's there waiting for you to come and ready to give you all the love in the world <laughs> give you anything you want here you want this free thing here's a piece of content to help you better with your life Here's some tips on how to, I don't know, spend more time with your family. Like all sorts of different things that they're, they're now giving. Um, and that's that's definitely shifted. And you can really see when a company is doing it right. But sadly, smaller businesses don't have the time or the money to be able to get as much noise out there. Be able to create as a huge inbound influx of leads. So they still need to pick up the phone. They still need to send messages and bring value and they can't rely on just their SEO, just their content. So you need a combination of content and someone who's going to then personalize emails with that content to share it to somebody. Um, It's really important to get a
0: good combination of the two. Um, and- yeah, exactly. And, and we use HubSpot as well. Bellindrome, at Foundroom, at we use HubSpot as well. And, and HubSpot, if you look at how they've laid out the system, actually, it's sales, marketing, and support, the three functions together, right, in in, in, in one system. So that's why I was going on about that. There, it's, it's come to a point where there's an intersection. And what you can see now with um, B2B SaaS, right, for, for, for example, right, is that, like, m- uh, it, it used to be that B2B um, software was very sales driven, right? Like probably in the Oracle days and stuff like that, people going up to offices, knocking on doors, trying to get the buy-in from the whoever, the decision maker and, and the IT manager or whatever. But now like companies like, for example, Dropbox, right? Where they take a very, it's like a consumer marketing approach, but for B2B yeah. sucks, right? Yeah. So anyway, this, this is a very interesting topic and, 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 and I don't want to go on and on about it. Khalid.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Ben, you're based in KL Malaysia right now, right? Yeah, just just wondering, like, what's your take on the majority of businesses based locally over here? Uh, How prepared are they in terms of, um, you know, all all the stuff that we've been talking about so far uh, in terms of um, having precision and genuine value in their content, in their blogs? Are they even using their blogs? Um, From your personal standpoint, what are you seeing? What's the... What's the, the, the environment like now I'm here?
1: I'm really glad you asked. Um, I may uh, ruffle a few feathers here. Um, I, I'm i sure there are some who are doing it right um, and are focused on delivering value. But mostly what I see is a the business leadership thinking all about cost and thinking about just pumping out numbers and rather than you know sometimes it's cheaper to get an intern to pick up the phone than get someone who knows how to build a relationship over time someone who knows how to look at someone's business and find points and challenges that they can address for them Um, and it's hard work it takes experience it takes time to get there and I think people are in a rush this whole instant gratification i've got a salesperson i want them to get me pipeline today where's my where's the deal you know where why don't i have a deal yet um not giving people the time and, and putting the energy into the right paths um however i will say that that is just from my experience with some of the vendors that i've dealt with here in malaysia um i don't have any i've got one customer in malaysia and it's not a target um market for me uh so i could be completely wrong but it's just from my experiences um it's just follow up follow up follow up spam 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 and um it's not a pleasurable experience for me
2: right right and i think um you know i think you you, you are you are pretty on the on the dot to an extent you know like um i guess even from our from our standpoint as well there there are a lot of businesses actually that are improving slowly doing that are doing well learning but there are still a majority of businesses out there that a lot of companies out there small big and medium that that do fall into traps and i think maybe essentially it's a mindset yeah. problem in terms of in terms of operations as a whole um focusing on numbers is not in and of itself a bad thing in, in fact it's pretty important when it comes to Business and enterprise focusing on numbers, but an over an over focus on numbers, I suppose, um, forgetting, mm-hmm. overlooking, you know, the, the the aspect of real genuine value, the real the aspect of real precision, real intimate, creating real in, intimate um, kind of you know intimate relationships with the market by by building yourself up as an expert advisor. These things are all kind of overlooked all the time. We we see it as well on our side and. Um, I, 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 I think it's, it's because of a mindset problem for the most part, but I think also at the same time here and throughout Southeast Asia, the I'm hoping that the culture kind of changes, the corporate culture kind of changes over time. And with new businesses, these new, newer businesses coming out, um, as opposed to the more traditional older businesses, I think they have a, a better chance at shifting their mindset. They haven't already.
1: Um, you know that like like you said there's there's a lot of people who are changing there's a lot of a lot of moves happening um i think the mindset needs to change from the top i numbers hugely important in a sales sales organization and any part of uh, a business you have to look at the numbers and you have to use data um i think data is i'm i'm very data centric but i know when to forget the data because humans aren't a data point right We're not. And sales is human to human. Like we're dealing with other humans. How do they think? How do they tick? What's their problems? Data can give us something, but it can't give us everything. Um, And we do have to look aside from it. I think if if, if a leadership looks at their sales pipeline today, they could invest right what one thing a a company could do is okay let's say there's a an an owner of a business who's doing reasonably well right now and they're listening to this podcast um so if it's you listen up (laughs) um have a look at your your sales guy your top salesperson and have a look at their pipeline how many leads they're bringing in from their shall we say, spam fest. <laughs> what What's the percentage of those leads that are actually really hot and qualified and, and what are the conversions? Have a look at the, those conversions. Then take um, uh, somebody else, train them up to be more focused on using content and adding more touch points into the sales journey at the top of the funnel and see the change in conversion from... A lead to an actual customer you'll start to get high conversion rates from your leads because more of them will be higher qualified highly interested and they believe in your service before they're talking to you and they believe in your expertise so all you'll see is huge increases in conversions it will be painful at the beginning because you'll have less leads at the top and you'll be looking at that one number But you'll see after a few months, maybe three or four months, higher conversions at the other end. And if you have a long, long sales cycle, this is crucial because you have to keep a lead engaged. You can't just follow up and go, hey, have you got a decision yet? One month later, hey, have you got a decision yet? You need to
2: keep delivering value. Right. Right. Fantastic advice. And I think um, in in terms of, I guess, just to simplify it and B core and palindrome kind of stand for the same thing, uh, ultimately, right? Authenticity in the way that you conduct your practices, your marketing practices, your sales practices, whether it be in the form of blog posts that are valuable, informative, um, and, and, va- and 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 valuable, or whether it be in um, you know creating real physical relationships with clients, or whether it be in creating you know different. M- multimedia content and videos, audio, whatever it is, right? Authenticity is the key. i um, pr- providing genuine genuine value and, and not over relying on, on, on numbers and data to, to do that for you, I think. Bringing it, dialing it back, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. So maybe to, to just just kind of to just wrap things up, um, speaking of content, speaking of blogs, I guess uh, uh, B Corp has a blog, I, I'm, I'm looking at a blog uh, right now um, pretty impressive right like um, this is the kind of stuff that we that we talk about all the time when it comes to uh, specific blog posts so that 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 are precise and and are providing value um, you know like I, I love these blog posts you know perks of an integrated approach change management you know five crucial skills that you need to become a successful entrepreneur you guys got a nice range of topics from very general, very broad to very specific very uh, uh, precise and, and stuff like that uh, um, was there like a learning curve um, for, for you guys in in, in creating this content <laughs> and- definitely like um,
1: writing is not something that came comes naturally to me specifically um, and I am actually in the midst of hiring someone who's a bit more of a specialist to do that um it, it is a learning curve because like, I'm not doing it to try and get people to come to my website. Um, so that's why there's lots of different ranges of, of topics because sometimes we want to share something to a specific person, um, to a specific category of lead. Um, so we have to look into what is actually their problem. And that's the hardest part, knowing what to write about, um, taking the time to figure that out and then... Blocking off your calendar and writing a post you know it's uh, it's it's not a comfortable practice um, but it it's a must um, You know we want to create more content that's even more authentic. <clears throat> you know we want to have more and more conversations that we don't want to be come across as somebody who's just pushing a service. We want to come across as someone who goes, "Hey, let me teach you how to do it, and then we'll help you activate it right. Um, and we want to help people who are starting out, you know, a lot of, uh, our leads and also some of our customers have new businesses that have a great product, but they don't really know what they're doing. And there's tips and tricks that you need to figure out to run a business. Like, you know, you have to think about taxes, you know, you have to think about how to train and manage a team. You have to think about all of these subjects that aren't necessarily related to sales, but it brings my lead value it brings them some kind of value that they can take away that's not directly related to me selling to them. Um, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I can definitely see that, that, that happening here with the blog and and with B Corp's overall branding as well. You know, uh, business or enterprise is such a huge, broad topic. And um, I, I can definitely see that uh, there's a good holding down of the various pain points that um, enterprise owners um, experience, and, and and kind of trying to fix things or helping them, guiding them uh, um, on these different pain points uh, through informative yeah. content or through value, through need to help people. So I think that's all. That's great, and I I wish you guys luck moving on. I uh, can't wait to. To see where you guys go from here, do you have any future plans? Future plans, <laughs> lots of future plans.
1: Um, we're actually going for doing a big rebrand so that we can uh, make our space, uh, our webpage, much more pretty. Um, better content can be posted. We're also going to be doing um, some training, uh, not not selling training, sales training, but um, as we were talking about, I think that there's a mindset problem just like you do in Malaysia. And I want to train some sales folks that want to, want to change their mindset. and want to have a look at what are the right behaviors that they can add to their day, uh, to improve on their, uh, sales, to get their numbers up. And we're going to do that for free. Um, so that'll be on our website soon. And we're hosting, um, webinars every month, uh, which are kind of like this, where we just have a conversation with somebody interesting, um, on video, people can join, people can listen. Um, so we're going to be doing content like that to try and educate and inform and entertain and E-I-E-I-O.
0: <laughs> cool. And uh, with that, I think we've come to the end of our episode. I don't want to keep you here for too long. Um, could you just repeat the name, the, 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 the link to your website and your blog for our listeners?
1: Sure. I'll go to B Core dot i o so that's b core
0: dot i o yeah b as in the honeybee right oh yes cool all right thank you very much for being with us ben thank you so much thanks for having me have... thanks Ben. all the best have a... okay cool thank, Christmas. You. Happy thank, New you. Year. thank you thank you thank you Thank you. Bye-bye.